Welcome to another episode of the Hustle and Flow podcast. I'm Heidi, an actress, fitness coach, and self-love junkie. And I'm Kesley, singer-songwriter, photographer, and social media influencer. This podcast is intended to inspire you to up-level every area of your life. Join us as we talk openly about starting our businesses, mental health, and becoming a master manifester. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hustle and Flow. I'm Kesley, and I'm doing a solo episode today. This one is all about my testimony, and if you don't know what that is, it's basically my God story, how I met God and how He has changed my life. And I'm really excited to share this little story with you, and um, I really hope you enjoy it. I hope you get something out of it, and I'm just going to jump right in. So... I grew up in Florida, Largo, Florida, and that is essentially where my God story started. That's where I went to elementary school, middle school, high school, and all of my essential growing up years were in Florida. And I went to a small Baptist school. My graduating class had 52 kids in it. Um, And that is where I encountered God. I was super blessed with a Christian family. So I was raised in church pretty much. My dad was a pastor. Um, He was not the pastor at the church that I went to. He was actually the superintendent at the school that I went to and had been a pastor previously. Um, So I definitely grew up kind of like a PK. And if you don't know what that is, that's a pastor's kid. And my mom was the choir director. It was a um, we had a huge church that was connected to our school. So um, I literally lived at either the school or the church. Like I was always there. And so that is just like the background of how I grew up. And I also started singing in kids' choir, like the second that I could walk, even though I was so shy. I was one of the scaredest little children and had so much social anxiety. I didn't know how to talk to people, especially adults. I would have a babysitter over at our house one night that I would finally warm up to. And then I would see them at church or something and I would hide behind my mom. And I just couldn't like be uh, confident. I wasn't a confident kid. Um, It just took me a while to warm up and open up. And um, I hated giving school presentations and talking in front of people. I actually was in piano from the age of five to the age of 10 and had to do piano recitals and would have panic attacks as a kid in the bathroom crying and like almost throwing up. I don't remember ever throwing up, but I think my mom said that I, I definitely did or almost did because I didn't want to play in front of anybody. I didn't want anyone to watch me. I did basketball camp like every summer and I never was on a basketball team because I didn't want anyone to watch me play basketball. I couldn't do anything in front of an audience. And it's crazy now looking back at that because God has just changed me and given me so much confidence and I'm able to sing in front of people. I'm able to play piano in front of people. I'm not that good, but I can do it. Um, Like making videos of myself and posting it on TikTok and Instagram and doing this podcast and like public speaking, like that blows my mind. And that's not something that I could have done on my own. So that is like essentially like who I was and what I was like as a kid. And um, I asked Jesus into my heart when I was 
four years old, like so young, which a lot of people are like, that doesn't count. But I remember it. I remember being in church and learning about God and learning about God in my home. And I remember sitting on the floor with a picture Bible and my parents were both there. And they were asking me like, do you believe in Jesus? I'm like, yeah, I do. And we had the whole prayer. I got baptized. And for me being that young, of course, there was no like traumatic event or story where I met Jesus. It was a very calm and beautiful and innocent moment and time in my life. And um, and from then on, I slowly grew to know God more. And He began to really change me and change my heart as I um, sought after Him and asked Him to do those things in my life. So when I was a senior in high school, um, the school that I went to was a very like missions-heavy school because the church was um, missions heavy. I had a lot of missionaries that they supported. And um, so my school, uh, right around the time of spring break, it might have even been during spring break. I don't remember. But we would all take, um, it was called mini-mester. And all the high school students would go on mission trips. And um, that was one thing that I was really scared about, like going out of the country or just going on a trip away from home that was that far. And, and especially being you know, a mission trip, you're going to talk about God and to evangelize. Some of the trips were very evangelism heavy and having the social anxiety that I was working on, but, or that God was like working on with me, um, that really scared me. But, um, I just went forth and did it. Um, I stayed in the country the first two years of high school, and then I went out of the country the next two years. And, um, doing that, God really showed me that like he can do anything and it is so much better to live in his presence than to just avoid him and do my own thing and try to be comfortable all of the time. Um, I got to go to Indian reservations in Montana. I got to go to the Amazon. We went to Brazil. We went to Ecuador. Um, I later got to go to Jamaica, Nicaragua in my college years and just going out there and being like, God, whatever like happens, like whoever you bring to me, whoever, um, like whatever situation that I'm in, like I'm ready to just have faith and be obedient. And it was, it really stretched me as a kid because, um, you're just not put in those situations all the time. And especially when you're living your normal life and doing your own routine, you get sucked into just the normal life and you're not looking for, okay, God, what are you doing? What do you want from me? What do you want me to do? How are you teaching me and how can I grow in this situation? You're just like, okay, like long day at work, going to watch Netflix, um, avoiding eye contact with people, like just chilling and and we just get lost in our own routine. Um, so that stretched me as a kid going to mission, um, going on mission trips. And my senior year, my dad, um, came up to me and asked me, well, he was actually telling me that there was three girls from Thailand, which we had taken trips to Thailand. I hadn't gone, but my school had gone. My dad had been, my best friend had been to Thailand. And um, he's like, okay, so we're doing this like foreign exchange student thing. We've never really done that before, or we haven't done it to this extent. Like these three girls are coming from Thailand. Um, They're like 14, 15, 16 years old. Um, They don't speak a lot of English, but they're coming. And like, it's 
it's real. They're coming in a few weeks. And like, we haven't really found a home for them. People that had originally said they would do it. And now they're not doing it. It was this whole thing. And he was just, just telling me about it. And because God had been working in my life and because I was open to what he was teaching me and showing me, um, I was listening to my dad tell me this. And, um, my dad was like, so like, I'm thinking about maybe, maybe having them stay with us for a while, but I don't know. I'm just like, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, that would be great. Let's do that. We can do that. Mind you, um, we had a tiny three-bedroom house in Florida. Um, We definitely weren't like super well off with all these extra rooms and this big like kitchen and big living. Like, no, like we had just what we needed for a family of four. And um, I was like, let's do it. So it was my senior year of high school, the year that everything should have been about me and my life and my accomplishments and me having fun and my friends and whatever. And it ne- that never even phased me. And I think like we put, so- I don't know, it just, that didn't even come into my mind. I was like, that sounds awesome. Like, let's get these girls in this house. They need to be here with us. Like I want to give them a place to stay. And um, so what we did is <laughs> I had a little brother, so it wasn't like we had two uh, girl rooms in the house to split up the, the four of us. So, um, there was three girls coming. So we got two bunk beds. We moved my bed out of my room, put two bunk beds in, and I stayed in my room with them. And we like color coordinated everything and made space for them. And I got to like do life with these girls and they became like my sisters and also in a way like felt like my children because they were so much smaller than me and didn't really speak English. And I just felt like I'm going to take care of you. Like I'm going to help you out. And you guys are our family now. And, um, one of the reasons that they came to America so they could learn English and go back to their country and serve the Lord and be missionaries and work in the medical field and be English teachers and be Bible teachers and um, spread the gospel and share Christ with people. And like that, that's insane to me. They were so young and they went across the country. I mean, to the other side of the world, to a new country where they didn't really speak the language so that they could go back home and be missionaries. And that blew my mind. It still blows my mind to this day to think about it. So all throughout my um, education years of from elementary school to high school, like God um, was right there with me and he made life so exciting. Um, I was also leading worship at the time. That's when I started singing in church and leading worship and realizing that like, I love singing. I love music. I love worship music. I love worshiping God. Um, and I love prayer. I loved praying for people, even though that was definitely a scary thing at first. I remember my first song that I ever led, I was 16 and um, it was in the youth group and I had my eyes closed for the whole song. I didn't sing it perfectly. I definitely messed up. I was sweating to death and um, they, the worship leader asked me like, okay, do you want to pray like after your song? I was like, no, 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 no. And now that's like one of my favorite things to do. And so it's just so amazing, like how God really, really, really reached in and just changed me so much, gave me so much confidence. Like I have so much confidence and excitement about God and what he's doing and about life that I never had before. And I don't think I would have had if I hadn't been like, okay, God, like I, I want to do this with you. And it was a choice of mine. Um, and I just want to say that it doesn't matter 
who you are, where you came from, what you've done, how your parents raised you, whether you have parents or not. Like God can find anybody and use you. He can do anything with you and through you. And um, it just doesn't even matter. God can use anybody. Um, So I learned a lot from those girls living in our house and um, really felt like I had an opportunity to be a part of what God was doing in Thailand by just being obedient in my own home in Florida. That was a great time of my life. And um, uh, God taught me a lot all through um, those like younger years. And during my senior year, uh, I found out that my family was going to be moving to Louisiana. My dad had gotten a new job, which we, um, which was super good for all of us. And so they were going to be moving. So I decided to go with them. So I graduated high school, moved with my family to Louisiana, went to LSU. And it was during that time that I met Trey, who's now my husband. Um, and college was really went by really fast. Like I don't even, that happened so fast. I barely remember anything. Um, I lived at home, so I never joined a sorority. I didn't, I wasn't on campus that much. The times that I was on campus, like staying at pe- in people's dorms and hanging out and going to games and tailgating and doing all that. I wasn't super impressed by it. I didn't have a super great time. Um, a lot of kids were just smoking and getting drunk and I didn't understand it. (laughs) Um, like I understood, but I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't my thing and I didn't really fit in because I grew up this church girl. Um, I honestly was kind of nervous about parties and about people and stuff that I didn't know about, um, which may resonate with you and it may not, but, um, that was definitely, a new thing for me. Um, and so my freshman year, I saw a lot, learned a lot (laughs) real quick and, um, decided to just stay at home. I decided I didn't want to be surrounded by 24 seven drama or sex or drugs or alcohol or, you know, kids failing classes because they are, because of their social lives and because of all, just all this stuff. It was a lot, it was too much. And I don't know how kids do it. I don't, I don't know how, um, people do it. (laughs) I, um, commuted and it was a great time. (laughs) I definitely, I got to meet some really awesome people and other Christian people at college. And I got to be a part of certain campus ministries and it was a really good time, like being single, being in college. And like, God was my, was like my main man. Like (laughs) it was me and him all the time. And, um, I really enjoyed that and grew a lot as a worship leader during that time. But then I met Trey, and I feel like my life um, turned a new a new chapter because Trey taught me that um, I could really do whatever I wanted to do. And at the time, I was just doing whatever uh, my parents advised me to do or uh, people that I looked up to as far as like career paths and uh, career or like job opportunities and like what I was going to do with my future. And then Trey was like, you know, like we could, we could, um, do music together. Like we could do social media as you like, we could do all these things. Like you could do anything. And I hadn't really thought of that before. I was like, let me just do the practical thing and like think inside this little box. And essentially I was putting God in a box of like, I'm just gonna, you know, beep bop around and do what I'm told. (laughs) And I wasn't really like giving God the opportunity to speak into my life and create something new. And so Trey opened my mind and my heart to that. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. He's pushed me so much. 
And um, getting married was a huge step in my life and a huge moment for me and God. Making that decision opened my heart up to experience a deeper love for another person, for myself, for God. I feel like I understand a tiny bit more of how much He really loves us and how much He loves the church. And by the church, I mean the body of believers that live on this earth. And wow, it's been an incredible journey. And um, it's been great to like lead worship with Trey in church and do music together and um, have a relationship with God together and pray together. And it definitely hasn't been easy and perfect. And I've had to learn a lot about um, choosing to love someone when things aren't going great, or I don't necessarily feel loved by that person or feeling like I have the patience or the energy to love someone and learning how to be selfless, which is one of the number one things I would say you need to learn if you're going to be married and have a happy marriage because you cannot be selfish. God has definitely taught both of us, Trey and I, a lot about love and marriage and um, what that looks like. And I will definitely be sharing more marriage wisdom from my three and a half years of marriage more on the podcast. So Trey definitely pushed me a lot. One of the things that he did was um, send in an audition tape to American Idol and got me a call back and went to the audition with me. I got to go in front of the judges, made it to Hollywood, went out to LA by myself, did the first round, did group round, got cut um, after group round, but was so proud of myself and was so like shocked that I could even do something like that, that that could happen to me, that I was good enough to be chosen for something like that. And it's all because of Trey believing in me and pushing me and saying like, you can do it and here, let me help you go do it. And that just like, that definitely changed me. It made me feel like anything is possible. And my prayers are so different now from doing something like that. And um, I'll probably talk more about my experience on American Idol throughout the podcast as well. Um, but I I just had to trust God and it was a living where my feet are type of thing of like, okay, God, don't know how to do this. Don't know why I'm here or how I got here, but we're here. So what do you want from me? And just every little step, like just just waiting for him to reveal like the next step, like as my foot is like going down kind of a thing and um, truly living in the moment and trusting and trying to remain obedient and remain humble and remain calm because I uh, get super nervous and have anxiety and stress and all this stuff and I worry too much. And um, so going through that experience with God was, um, was a big one that gave me a lot of confidence and something that I had to fight for to just not crumble under pressure. <laughs> and then after that, um, um, just about a year and a half, maybe after doing American Idol, Trey and I talked about moving to Atlanta and that leaving my family was not something I ever really thought I would do or pictured myself doing um, because our families both live in Louisiana. But you know, I chose to marry a man that I loved and trusted who was exciting and had big dreams and big goals and big plans and um, was a risk taker and an adventurer and um, way less uh, or way more carefree than me. And I was like, you know what? If you want to go to Atlanta and um, pursue acting and film, like, then we're going to do that. Because um, at the time, I could tell a huge difference in Trey's mood and his attitude when he was acting versus when he wasn't acting. And I liked what I saw when he was acting, just so much more inspired by life. And um, so I was like, okay, God created you to act. And 
I married you <laughs> and because I believe in the way that like God does things with or the way God set up marriage, like I'm going to follow you and that's my choice and I love that. So let's do that. So we made that happen. We went to Atlanta. Um, we spent the first year doing a lot of music together, which was really fun. And we serve in a couple of churches now. And um, it's just been crazy to be like, okay, God, we literally didn't know where we were going to move and we didn't have jobs when we came out here. We got in touch with some people that had an extra room and they needed someone to come watch their cats and their house and do whatever else that um, we could help them with. And so we stayed with them for several months and that wasn't our original plan. I mean, I had interviewed for a few jobs, didn't get them. Um, Trey didn't find anything. It just wasn't working. And so we were like, okay, God, like we trust you. We know we're supposed to be in Atlanta. We just know we feel this calling and this pull to Atlanta. So we're just going to go. So we um, didn't sign our lease with our apartment, got out of that. And we came here to Atlanta. Again, lived where our feet were and trusted God that he would open doors. And um, now we're in our second apartment. We have roommates, but we um, have created like our own family from the people that we've met and the friends that we have. And that's something that I really, 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 really wanted when we moved here because I've always grew up with um, like all my best friends until I moved to Louisiana. Like I had a strong group of friends. And then outside of that, I always had my family. And so now it was just me and Trey. And I remember having anxiety about moving of like, how am I going to find friends? I, you know, I'm not going to be in school. I don't even know if I'm going to have a job. I don't know how to you know, maneuver around a city and I don't know what to do. And maybe I'm too Christian and uh, who knows, like it's a big city and I, I want to find like girls that are like my best friends. How am I going to have best friends that fast? Like it's going to take years to develop deep relationships. And now I have a podcast. I'm going to cry. <laughs> what the heck? I just have like the best friends now. And, um, we talk about manifesting and stuff on this podcast and, um, God is ultimately like the master manifester of all time. And um, he has just taken all of my prayers and created stuff in real life from my prayers that things that I never knew and didn't know could happen. And that is what um, being a Christian and living life is like when you just give it all to God and you're like, you know, my, my plans are good. I like my plans, my my dreams, my ideas, but God, your plans for my life and your dreams for me are bigger and better. And I'm going to trust you. And I'm just going to take this step in this direction because I feel like this is right. And I'm just going to watch you move and open doors. And I'm going to love people along the way. And I'm going to point them to you because you changed me. And I know that you can change them. My life is better with you in it. And I want um, everyone else to experience that and just live life and just trust. And um, I cannot tell you like how exciting life has been lately, even though Trey and I went through one of the darkest times in our marriage this past year, 2019 in October, darkest, darkest time in our marriage um, and that I've ever had to experience in my life. And, um, you know, life's not going to be you know, all uphill from here, not necessarily, I don't know, but, you know, living and doing life with God, you know, anything is possible and he moves mountains and he lights up the darkness and my life is so full and so rich because of him. And I desperately want you all to experience that. I want every single person to experience that. Um, 
And that is essentially my testimony. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Please leave us some reviews in the review section. DM us on Instagram at Hustle and Flow Podcast and just join the family and join the conversation. Um, I love you guys. Have a great day. And as always, Hustle and Flow. Thank you so much for listening to the Hustle and Flow podcast. We are so happy to have you here in our tribe. If you love what you are hearing so far, please leave us a review on iTunes so we can thank you on our podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Hustle and Flow podcast, where you can receive daily inspiration and any updates on the podcast. We look forward to hanging out with you in the next one. See ya.